Church say Woo! Amen. Woo! If you would go to My God. Psalms number 37. All right now. You're going to have to be able to put your hope in God. 
you. The only thing that's going to survive is your trust in the true and living God. Your heart has got to be fixed. Your mind has got to be made up. Sometimes we have a problem of making up our mind as to who we're going to follow. Your mind has got to be made up. Come hell or high water. God, I'm trusting in you. got to put your trust in the Lord. Put no confidence in your flesh. Your flesh is designed to kill you. Your flesh is designed to run you raggedy if you listen to it. When the heavens are shaken and the moon refuses to give light, the Lord will still be asking the same question. Can you trust me? Because guess what? There's going to come a day that the moon ain't going to give light. The stars ain't going to shine. And God want to know, can you still trust me? We, as the people of God, is being groomed to trust God. Without doubting, in every circumstance, unknown situations which may come up in your life, can you trust Him? Amen. There are going to come circumstances in all our life. But what are you going to bow down to? Are you going to bow down to circumstances? Or are you going to stand and say, I trust my, put my trust in God? Come on, somebody. The time has come when man is running out of solutions. Man can't find solutions for the things that we're facing right today. Because they're running out of solutions. Because one thing I found out, man don't have solutions for what God is doing. Only God got the answer. And you got to be found trusting in him. Therefore, I must ask you again, will you be able to trust God? Have you really put yourself in God's hand? It's one thing to say I trust him with my lips. It's another thing to put yourself in the hands of the true and living God. Because that's the only way the people of God is going to survive. Is to put theirself in God's hand. If you put yourself in God's hand. He's the only hand that can't nobody pluck you out of. He's the only hand that got saving power. He's the only hand that got deliverance power. He's the only hand that's a shelter from the storm. When you are really in the hands of God. He said, no man can pluck you out of his hand. We are in a time where trouble is everywhere. At the same time. And there's nothing and nobody can do anything about it. There's not enough hands that can fix the problem. 
that ought to tell you uh, that we are in a troublesome time. Uh, that ought to tell you uh, that we are in the last time. Because uh, can't nobody fix the problem uh, that the world is facing today. Uh, by the time you get through one problem, uh, up pops another problem. Uh, nobody seemed to got the solution. Uh, nobody seemed to be able to fix the first problem. Uh, why you are headed into the second problem? Uh, yeah. Well, when you think about it, and the people in the land have failed to trust God, even knowing what is on the face of the earth, time is hard, time is bad, time is troublesome. So my question is, even in your problems, will you be able to trust God? All nations uh, yeah. are pointing fingers at one another. Uh, why? Because they can't fix the problem uh, that the world is facing. Uh, so they're pointing fingers at each other uh, and they're causing wars. Uh, they're causing sickness. Uh, they're causing chaos uh, through the land. Uh, a state of unconfusion disorder uh, is all over the world. Uh, Cause nobody got a fix. Oh Lord, have mercy. And now the people of God to stop trusting in God. The people of God to stop looking to God for answers. The people of God to stop calling on God like never before. You got to get in your corner. You got to call on God till you hear something from heaven. You got to call on God like you ain't never called on it before. You're in a time that you need God on your side. You're in a time that if God don't fix it, it can't be fixed. Come on, somebody. I'm reminded in Psalm 61, David was at a war against his enemies. And he said, Lord, from the ends of the earth, Will I cry unto you when my heart is overwhelmed? Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Lead me to the rock of my salvation. Oh, Lord, David, even though it don't say he had the Holy Ghost, but he had Holy Ghost sense. It didn't say he was filled with the Spirit of God, but the Spirit of God was resting on him. He had sense enough huh, to tell God, huh, lead me to the rock huh, when I've been overwhelmed with my problems, huh, when it seemed like I'm down and out. Huh, lead me to the rock huh, that is higher than I. My God, my God, the rock may have been El Shadow to David, but he's still Jesus. The solid rock. He may have been Elohim, the God of Israel, but he's still Jesus, the solid rock. He may have been I am that I am down in Egypt, but he still was the rock of our salvation. He still was Jesus the rock, which is Jehovah Hill salvation. David said, 
But thou has been a shelter for me. Do you know him as a shelter in the midst of a storm? Huh? A strong tower from the enemy. Your faith must declare the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and are saved. My question to you today, who are you running to? Who are you depending on? Who are you putting your trust in? Do you not know the tower that God has set up for his people? That he said it's a safe tower. David, he didn't put his trust in his flesh like most of us do now. And our flesh ain't got us nowhere. Our flesh most of the time get us more deeper in trouble than if we had to just went straight on to God in the first place. Stop listening to your flesh because your flesh ain't trying to be saved. Your flesh is an enemy to your soul. And Lord, have mercy. Your flesh dictates to whatever the devil tells you. So stop listening to your flesh. David didn't put no trust in his flesh, but was dependent on the spirit of the living God to lead him. My question to you today, who's leading you and who is your leaning post? I don't know about you, but I want to be found leaning on Jesus. I want to be found leaning on posts that cannot break. Oh, Lord, have mercy through the winds and the storms of life. I still can lean on Jesus. If the Holy Ghost leading you, being giving you directions and giving you instruction, can you honestly say the Holy Ghost is in charge of your life? Lord, if you can't honestly say, you need to tell God, take charge, God. Take charge, God, before I mess my own life up. The Holy Ghost has come, has not become weak in leadership, but we just became weak in following the lead. Oh my God, did y'all hear that? The Holy Ghost has not become weak in leadership, but we have become weak in following the Holy Ghost. Oh my God, and he came. With the Holy Ghost, how can you be led to heaven if you are out of step? How can you be led to glory if you don't let the Holy Ghost lead you? You and I have begotten desensitized to hearing the voice of the Lord. Some can't hear them because their hearts done got hardened. You got to make sure that you don't get desensitized of hearing the Holy Ghost. Because God ain't going to come in with a boom and a bang. He's going to speak to you with a small, still voice. He ain't come shouting trying to get your attention. Your Holy Ghost spirit ought to be already attentive, waiting on God to speak. But there comes a day when your heart will be softened. 
It's going to be softened from the pains you go through. It's going to be softened from the agony that you experience. It's going to be softened from what the world is bringing your way. But I hope it don't be too late for you to soften up God's heart where he'll save you. I want to soften up God's heart. I want to be what it said about David. That David was a man that was after God's own heart. I want to be one that can soften God's heart. That I can get some mercy. I want to be the one that can soften God's heart. So I can get another measure of grace. Oh my God. Because it's not yours. It belongs to God. Hallelujah. The teaching and preaching of God's word is for our training. You got to be trained to have some spiritual ears. You got to be trained to know the word of God. You got to be trained to be able to fight this devil this day. You got to be trained in the Holy Ghost. You got to be trained in the word of God that you can make a stand getting ready to put up a fight. Lord, have mercy. So God tried to train our spiritual ears to hear when God is speaking. Went by the Holy Ghost. Yet we won't hear for our stubbornness, oh God of heart, and our grown attitude. Lord, have mercy. You got to come down off your attitude. Because guess what? In the kingdom of God, he's the only grown person. My God, my God. A wife got to say, too many grown folks in the house, somebody got to go. Somebody got to hit the door. When you get too grown for God, somebody got to go. And it ain't going to be the man of the house. Come on, somebody. You ain't going to dwell in God's presence and tell God what to do. Come on, somebody. You ain't going to dwell in God's presence, James, and sassy him out. You ain't going to get rocks in your jaws, huh? When God sent you some instructions, he said, because that if you a child, he chasing that which is his. And if God don't feel like he feel like chasing you, he know what he's saying. You go on, bastard. That's the word. So come out of your stubbornness. Come out of your grown attitude. Because God called you a child. He said the children. Oh my God. So in God's presence. We must start acting like children. If you're going to put your trust in God. The Bible says. There will come a time. When the word of God won't work for you. But the word of God will work against you. Because of your stubborn heart. You don't want God's word to work against you. Because guess what? It don't only just work against you. It work against your household. 
God in the name of Jesus when he decides that he don't want you. He don't want nothing that belongs to you. So don't let God's word start working against you. You need to keep God's word working for you. He would take your house up and turn it upside down and begin to shake out everything that's in it. Oh, my God, because that's the God we serve. That's the almighty God. Oh, my God. God said he's speaking men die. And he's speaking men don't let God turn your house upside down and shake you like a salt shaker. The Bible says the day that you hear my voice, the day that you hear my voice, not tomorrow, Sister Turner, not next week, Sister Turner, but he said the day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. The day you hear my voice, while you have an opportunity, is what he's saying. When I speak to you, I've given you an opportunity. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, harden not your heart as they did in the provocation when my people revoked me in rebellious in the wilderness. Rebelled for 40 years and died in the wilderness, not receiving the promise. I don't know about you, but how long will you rebel against God? How long will your neck be stubborn against God? How long will it take for you to get over it? And God said, when he got me to write in the pen, he said, do you think you got 40 more years to rebel against him? Do you think there's 40 more years left in your life to rebel against God? I'm here to tell you, I wouldn't chance it if I was you. I would get it straight with God today. I would call on God like never before. Forgive me, God, for my sins, oh God. Forgive me, God, for transgressing your word, God. Because who's to say you got 40 more years to rebel against God? They rebelled against God. 3,000 failed in one day. They rebelled against God. And none of them made it out of the wilderness. Oh my God. So guess what? If he did it to the children of Israel, those that he chose to be his people, he'll do it to the Gentile nation as well. My God, my God. They never enter God's rest because of their unbelief and lack of trust. That they couldn't trust God. Don't you know that you start out in unbelief? You lose your trust. If you can't believe God, how can you trust him? You can't trust him unless you can believe him. Don't let, don't let you be a self-made saint. God got to make you. If you're going to be a self-made saint and fall short of making it in and you will never receive the promise of the eternal life, if you're going to be one of them self-made saints, 
You ain't gonna force your way into heaven. You got to be carried into heaven just as you was a child. You ain't gonna be one of those that got your own religion and gonna make it into glory. I'm here to tell you you're gonna be stopped at the door and you're gonna be turned around and sent down to the bottomless pit. So don't let yourself be a self-made saint. You need to wake up. You need to wake up the Holy Ghost in you. You need to call on the name of the Lord unto repentance. Oh, Lord, have mercy. It was just like the pastor was saying this morning. And I begin to hear it all in my notes. We ain't all right. We ain't got it all together. There's something in our crawl that everybody needs to get rid of. You ain't made it to heaven yet. You ain't got the glory yet. But you need to be striving to get there. Oh, my God. Paul told you you need to put up a press. You need to press your way to the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. If you don't press your way, you're going to die in your sin. If you don't press your way, you're going to die and be waiting on the day of judgment. We need to be saying, Lord, I'm sorry. God, please forgive me. I've been walking in my own way. I need your forgiveness. Holy Ghost, take the lead of my life before I self-destruct. If you don't allow the Holy Ghost to take the lead of your life, I want to be the first to put you on notice that you go self-destruct. Oh my God, because you can't go without the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost did not come here for naught. He came here to lead you back to Christ. Oh my God. So if you don't wake up the Holy Ghost in you and tell the Holy Ghost to take the lead, to take my reins, cause me to go the way you want me to go before I self-destruct. We are in a time where God is shifting. I think I heard Marsha say it this morning. And he don't have time to wait on stubbornness. He don't have time to wait on slopiness. He don't have time for doing it yourself thing, saints. You are going to have to put your trust in God or you're going to perish. Saints, we're in a time where judgment must begin at the house of God first. And if it begin with us first, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? If it's going to begin with us first, Lord have mercy, we're going to catch the blood of it. Oh God, why are we going to catch the blood of it? Because we transgressed the word of God after it had been delivered. It's going to start with us first because we went back from the word of God after it was delivered. If you don't know it by now, the word of God that he sent forth 
will not come back to him void. It's going to do that what God sent it to do. And that which God sent it to do is to bring you or send you. It's going to have results. God's word going to have results. Regardless of how you think about it, God's word going to have results. You may not see it now, but days are coming that the payday has got to come. The day is coming that you got to pay for what word God sent to you. The day is coming that God going to get some results out of his word that came forth. It's not going to drop to the ground. It's not going to be pointed out. Lord have mercy. You might let it slip your mind, but it don't slip the all-knowing God mind. Come on, somebody. If you don't realize it by now, God is cleaning up the house that is called by his name. Now, if it's your house, you clean it up when you get ready. But the house of God, God done started a cleanup. Hello, somebody. God done started cleaning up the house that is called by his name while you are sitting there sleeping. God dusting all around you. God ain't moving you but go to sleep. So guess what? He's moving all in the church. And he's wiping everything except where you at. So look good God Almighty. So when you do move, you're going to be a big dirt spot left in the house of God that's going to be designed to throw away. Don't be no dirt spot left in the house of God. Don't let God sweep all around you while you're sleeping. Because you don't want to be disturbed. You don't want to be disturbed. So God go around you. That ought to tell you how important you is to God. That he move around you in the house. Good God away. Don't be that coin that was lost in the house. In the house, but yet it was lost. My God! God is cleaning out. Huh? He's cleaning out all lying spirits. Huh? God gonna come against the liars like never before. He's gonna show them up. He gonna make a spectrum out of them. He gonna show them up in the open. They did it in secret, but God gonna bring it to the forefront. So you better get rid of the lying spirit. You better get rid of the rebellious spirit. You better get rid of the self-will spirit. The spirit of fornication in the kingdom of God. God is sweeping y'all. in the house of God. <laughs> we all got to follow the lead of God or get out of the house. Huh? Ain't gonna be no rebellious 
in the house of the true and living God. Come on, somebody. You might, you might reside at the mills and the bricks and the mortar, but you won't, you won't reside in the true and living church. And it's out of this world. We'll start consecrating, concentrating on the brick and the mortar. But the church of God, somebody need to know that it's out of this world. And God is cleaning up that house that is out of this world. Because when he take that house back to God, it's going to be swept. And it's going to be garnished. And it's going to be clean. Come on, somebody. Anything that is of offense, anything that is of offense won't be in that house. Come on, somebody. We got to follow the lead of God to get, or get out of the house. Huh? For there will be a, no place huh, for you in the rapture. Huh? Lord, have mercy. Huh? Can you just imagine missing the rapture huh? when God comes back? Huh? Can you imagine that God coming back and get saints huh? and he find you to be an ain't? Huh? Can you imagine? Huh? Can you imagine huh? that you knocking on the door? Huh? And can't get in. Can you imagine that you let your light go out? You've been in the house of God for 30, 40, 50 years. And Lord have mercy. You 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 forget forgot to go get you some oil. You forgot to renew your spirit. You forgot, you forgot, you forgot uh, to tell God to send a revival to your soul uh, that your light went out. Uh, now you running around uh, trying to borrow some light. Uh, you can't borrow the Holy Ghost. Uh, you got to already have it. Uh, you can't borrow the Holy Ghost. Uh, it's got to be already lit up in you. Uh, you can't borrow the Holy Ghost. It's got to already have you stirred up. Oh my God. And there you go running around. Trying to find somebody. To loan you some spirit. You can't borrow the Holy Ghost. You got to already have it. And Lord have mercy. When God said come in. Oh Lord to the wedding feast. Of the bridegroom. And the bride. And you Said, yeah, look on the list. I'll be able to find my name. My name is Coco Corina Williams. And he gonna say, he gonna say, I don't find that name nowhere. You gonna go back to, you gonna have to go back to the store and buy you some oil, and maybe your name will be on there then. But it's too late if you gotta go back to the store. To get you some oil. It's going to be too late, too late, too late, too late. Because when you get back, the door going to be closed. David said in the 31st chapter of Psalm, Oh Lord, do I put my trust in you? I rely on you, God. I lean on you, God. I take refuge in you, God. My hope is in you, God. Don't never, Lord, don't let me never. At no time in the past, in the present, nor in the future. On no occasion. Not ever, God, be ashamed, Lord, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can't be ashamed 
on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because I remember telling you one time before, the gospel must be preached. The gospel got to be preached in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord, in the name of Jesus to make it through this world. The gospel got to be preached and it's got to be preached to us. You don't want the gospel to stop being preached to the Gentile nation because the day that it stopped, he's going to turn back to the nation of Israel and the nation of the, of the Gentiles ain't going to receive nothing. It's going to be a famine for the word of God. You ain't going to find no spiritual food nowhere. So you better eat all you can and can all you can because there will come a day there's going to be a famine for the word of God. Come on, somebody. David said, but deliver me, Lord, in your righteousness. Not in yours. You got to be delivered in his righteousness. His justice. His mercy. His faithfulness. And there's one thing I found out that God is faithful. God will do what he said he going to do. God is a faithful God. He ain't like us. If he said he'll never leave you nor forsake you, he's a faithful God to his very word that he'll do that what he said he'll do. I rest my case that the mercy of God endures forever from generation to generation. David said, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. David knew, oh God, even though he was the king, he didn't get the big head. David knew that he still needed leading by God. David knew that he had to follow the path of righteousness for his name's sake. David knew uh, that if he didn't allow God to leave him, lead him, uh, he was going to self-destruct. Uh, you better get out of yourself before God get out of you. Uh, he is not going to wrestle with you. Uh, He's not going to wrestle with stubbornness. Uh, He's not going to wrestle with rebellious. Uh, he just going to sweep around you uh, and lead you in place. God is going to lead you or God is going to drop you. The choice is yours to make. Yes, but God is moving on. We're at a time that God has picked up speed, Sister Turner. He's moving quickly. Oh, my God. Because God is moving quickly, that tells me we're getting just that much closer to the end time. God is moving quickly than he did back in the old days. God moved a little slower back then to try to give you time. He had patience and long suffering so that you can repent. But now God is moving quickly. He's moving quickly. Oh my God in the church. Because the church ought to be gathered together by now. God is moving quickly now. Because the church been procrastinating too long. 
And God ain't got time to hang around for our procrastination. It's time for the church to move on. It's time for the church to make a statement. It's time for the church to do the work of God. It's time for the church to sit on the hill where God intended for it to be. You got to get out of the valley and get up on the hill where your light is shining. It's time for the church to have some salt. You got to be seasoned for this season. Oh God, if God going to use you, you got to have some season in your life. For what they did. 
might get credit on earth for your works, but heaven won't recognize it. Come on, somebody. Heaven won't recognize it, and you won't get the credit. You worked in the church, but the church didn't work in you. Oh, my God. to you cause you to get delivered cause you to be healed cause you to walk straight up oh my God in the spirit of the living God oh my Lord I got to thinking about this man that was a servant of God see it takes something to be a true servant of God you got to check out your credentials. Are you really serving God? Are you serving yourself? Oh my God. I'm reminded of Elijah the prophet. Facing his adversary Ahab. My God the prophet said. As the Lord liveth. Before whom I stand. There shall neither be dew. Nor rain these years. But according to my words. You got to be able. If you're working for God to make a statement, you got to make sure you are serving of God. Because you'll make a statement to the devil and he'll laugh in your face. If you ain't a true servant of God, if you ain't got the church in you, instead of playing church, when you play church, the devil laughing at you. When you play church, he ain't just looking at you like, who in the world they think they is. He told him, said, there would be no dew. Huh? He didn't just say rain, Sister Turner. Huh? He told him one no dew going to be on the ground. Huh? It's bad when you get up in the morning huh? and you can't find no dew. Huh? It's bad when the grass huh? can't have a little dew on it in the morning. Huh? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Huh? The man of God. Huh? Hey, hey, huh? He said, when you wake up in the morning, huh? You won't find no grass in the, in the in the land with any dew on it. Huh? When you go to sleep at night, huh? you won't find no rain in the land. Huh? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Huh? And then James, the Bible said, huh? after speaking the word to Ahab, huh? the word of the Lord came and said to, 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 uh, to Elijah, huh? you got to be willing to be able to hear the word of God. Elijah, he got to hear step two now. Come on now. The Lord told him, get thee and turn eastward and hide thyself. Sometimes 
you got to hide yourself from the world. Sometimes you got to stop thinking you so invincible. You got to stop thinking that you so that. But God sometimes wants you to be healed. Oh, good God Almighty. Because you don't know what's coming down the pike. You got to be healed in Christ Jesus. Oh, Lord. Stop being exposed to the world. Hide yourself. Hide yourself down at the brook called Cherry, and thou shalt drink from the brook. Listen at this one, though. And I have commanded the ravens. It didn't say raven. It said ravens. That means plural to feed thee. Good God Almighty. I got breaking news. What God handed me down when I read that passage of scripture. And he said, you mean the fowl of the air can receive a command and follow instructions of the voice of God. Good God Almighty. You mean a bird can outreach you and follow the instructions of God. Tell me that ain't a sad indictment. Tell me a bird got more of an understanding to obey and follow God than you? You were made in God's image and in his likeness, and you don't understand, nor do you follow command of his lead. Is it because we got stubbornness of heart? Is it because of our self-will? Is it because we're still being caught up? Huh? Come on now. And what we're going through and how we feel and for me. And the bird got more sense to follow God than you? Wow. Listen what the raven did. The raven brought him bread and flesh in the morning. Oh, Lord, have mercy. That means he was on time. The raven knew what morning time was. He knew what the instruction was for him that morning to take the man of God some bread and water. And the raven did what God told him to do in the evening. Oh, my God, since it said ravens, now he done tagged out another bird. And another raven and brought him some flesh in the evening. And he drank water from the brook. God will supply your every need. Can you trust in him? You can't convince me that God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I just don't believe that God going to turn his back on you. 
to your rescue. You don't know how many times God dispatched his angels to your rescue without you even knowing. So he sent his angels. About night, they opened up the prison doors and brought them out and said, go and stand in the temple to the people and, all, and tell them all the words of this life. He didn't free them from the prison, Sister Turner, to take out running like a scared dog. He freed them from the prison to go back to church. Good God Almighty. God send you freedom. Instead of you going to church and run from church. God send you deliverance. Then God can't find you no more. God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Deliver your soul. Deliver you from sickness. It did tell you to go tell the church. And the church can't find you. He sent them to the temple. So it tells me, Sister Turner, we got this thing all time. We got this thing twisted. Instead of running to the church, we're running from the church. We got this thing twisted. God want to know, can you be faithful? Can you do what the word said do? When Jesus healed the sick, when he healed the lepers, he told them after he healed them, go show yourself to the priest. Oh, my God, my God. We got to learn how to follow the instructions of the word of God. Go to the church. It's time to go to the church that you can hear the words of this life. The gospel still got to be preached. Whether you like it or not, the gospel still got to be preached. It didn't make no difference how the high priest felt about the matter. The gospel still had to be preached. God didn't care about the Sadducees. Being support of the high priest, the gospel still had to be preached. God don't care how you feel about his word and how you may stand against his servant that he sent him. But the gospel still got to be preached. If God can break them out of prison, he can break you out of jail. You've been in prison in your mind too long. You need God to give you a breakthrough. You need God to pull you out again. You need God to renew your mind. You need God to send the spirit of help your way that you may be helped, that you may be delivered, that you may be saved. Because the gospel still got to be preached. Paul and Silas in Acts 16 were down in Philippi. And why they were on their way to church. <laughs> it's good to know that everybody that was working for God always was on their way to church. They was on their way to prayer. And a girl that was possessed with a spirit of divination. That means demon possessed. 
Oh, Lord, have mercy. I know a young lady, not to call her name, and it ain't got nothing to do with this congregation. She's fighting demon spirits in her house right now. And oh, God Almighty, and you sitting around thinking,